Jalapenos. Yes! Rumors and rumbling. That's awesome! Let the filibustering begin. We hope everyone out there in the ManFam is doing okay and is keeping their social distancing to its fullest potential. Would be the right word. Make sure you're doing everything you can to keep the spread of the coronavirus down. Welcome in to Mad About Movies for this week. I know it's been a while since we've talked to you. We've we've each been dealing with our daily lives, but uh, we're glad to be back here. Glad to be talking a little bit of movie news, rumors, rumblings. And there's been a lot in the movie world. Not, not this a coronavirus. Lot I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Um. <laughs> right. <laughs> this uh, coronavirus has affected a lot of a lot of areas in the economy, uh, the travel industry, of course, people's health, but seems like the entertainment business has been hit pretty hard by this, mm. especially the movie theater business, the movie production business, things like that. And we're going to talk about all of that here, talk about some of the delays and, and all that and maybe the implications of that. But welcome in. We hope everyone is doing great out there. We hope you can get away from having to watch every channel covering coronavirus yep. for us to cover coronavirus. Yep. So we got a whole know. episode ahead of you. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. we'll have some fun here, and we'll we'll talk about some movies coming out that are coming up, and some delays and things like that. But it's good to hear your guys' voices. Uh, I've I've been gone. Uh, I was in Hawaii last week for my honeymoon uh, during kind of when the when the first quarantine started happening, and I was worried I wasn't going to get back home in time to do the show and to to work and get food and all that type of stuff. But luckily, we're here. We're good. We're settled in, and. A lot of movies coming up. So just to, just to preface this conversation, we know there's been a lot of movie delays. We know there's pretty much nothing coming out new. And so having said that, we've got a special plan for, for the man fam, for the VIPs. What we're going to do is we're going to have fun on this show. We're going to throw it back to some fun movies. And by fun, we mean making ourselves tortured. Uh, we're going to torture ourselves and an watch, fun. Yeah, watch some really, really bad yeah. movies Things for you. Um, let's make it worse for the three of us so that it's better right. for the rest of you. That's what we're saying, basically. Exactly. Heroes. <laughs> so we've got some throwback episodes scheduled out for the main feed. And I don't know what we can call this, uh, coronavirus vacation, something like that. But we're going to talk about some of the worst movies in cinema history. And some of those include Air Bud. Howard the Duck from 1986, Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill. Mm. Hopefully we're going to do Batman and Robin with Batman Shane here pretty soon. So it's, it's going to be some good times here on the main feed. We're going to keep keep things light, keep things positive, have some fun, have some laughs, and not get too serious about this. We want this to be kind of an escape for everybody and yep. certainly for us. And the way to do that is to just talk about horrible mm. movies and and, you know, talk about, I guess – you know, Louis Lettier, if, if the, <laughs> the conversation gets there. That's where maybe, I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple file scenes here, some over shirts, mm. and uh, we'll see where, yeah. we, see where we go for that. It's funny, Ken. But, I was like, I was pumped for, I checked the, you know, I look, I say our Plex, and then I saw you'd added some new stuff. I was like, oh, cool. I wonder what's on there. And then I was very depressed immediately. I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, I, it's all bad movies. All that things I, I don't want to see. That's tough. On the movie share. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it depressed me to load that stuff up, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a blast just tearing these apart over the next couple of weeks. And it's, it's going to be uh, fun. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there. I feel like, I feel like this quarantine brings out two personality types. There's like the people that like want to hone in and obsess over this because it's a very mm. serious issue, global health crisis and all. 
and you want to like not only watch the news, but watch content that's kind of like related to it, you know, like um, Contagion or whatever, World War Z, zombie stuff. Um, or there's the kind that's like, hey, I know this is real. I'm taking this seriously. But on my podcast or my TV, I just kind of want to escape for 30 mm-hmm. minutes and not feel dread. We're going to cater to that second group a little yeah. more. And that doesn't mean you're wrong if you're into the first group. Like there's plenty of content out there for you. Uh, but we're going to try to be – this will probably be the last time. So if if we talk 30 minutes without bringing up coronavirus, um, we're not taking it lightly. Right. It's just yeah. – this is a movie exactly. show. So Exactly. And, and this will be – I guess the most conversation we have about talking about the impact of it and unless things progress here, we'll, we'll cover as needed, but we want to cover the movie industry aspect of this. And it's been, it's been crazy. I guess it really started from the movie side of things. We've got a list here of, of delays and, and all of that postponements and some, some alternate schedules, things like that. But I guess it really, really started with no time to die was the, was sort of the first movie that said, all right, we're out. Mm-hmm. And they postponed their movie to October or November, I believe, of this year. Still trying to aim for a 2020 date. But it was odd because I think Daniel Craig was scheduled to host SNL that weekend. And they moved the movie. And so I'm sure they had had stuff for him to promo about the movie. Maybe they cut back on that a little bit. But it's got to be odd when you're in the height of your promo tour or your movie for them to call and say, Oh, by the way, the movie's not coming out anymore. He's like, Oh, okay. Well, I <laughs> guess I'm doing this anyway. And, uh, and all that. So that was the first one. And then the dominoes started to kind of fall. And it's been it's, seriously multiple movies a day have either dropped out or delayed themselves. So no time to die was the first one. And then, John Krasinski tweeted that A Quiet Place Part 2 would not be coming out this coming weekend, March 20th. And I know we we all had that one high on our list of anticipated. I know, I think, Richard, you had drafted that one. That was probably my number two or three most anticipated of the year, if not my number one. A Quiet Place was among my top five of that year that it came out. And I was highly anticipating A Quiet Place Part 2 and still am. And they still haven't announced it. it a date for that one. I don't think, I think it's yeah. still up in the air. It's it's, they haven't gotten a hard release date for that one. So it might be as late as next year. Everything except and, for bond. As far as I know, can't everything except for bond and fast, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a second mm. and, and we'll cry together. Um, I don't think they've put dates on it yet. It's just a kind of a nebulous later release date so that we can kind of figure this whole thing out. Um, and that's, probably smart on their part to not move it three or four times, but just to say, we're, we're going to hold it until we figure out a spot where we can put it. Um, but yeah, some of these mm-hmm. may end up following the fast route and, and moving to next year as well. Cause we just, you know, we don't know. We don't know what this is going to be like for the next few months. Right. So fast nine or finine, mm-hmm. the fast saga is delaying its release literally a year from April of 2020. Or June of June of 2020, right? May, May. To right in the middle. May, yeah. right in the middle. I, well, the, the Fast Eight was in in uh, April, wasn't it? Yeah, or one of them was Fast Seven. Was Most early, of them, I feel yeah. like, have been pretty yeah. early. Uh, so that, you know, yeah, they've done it to April of 2021. So they moved it from May to April, a little less than a year, mm. I guess. And that's that surprised me. But it, what's cool about that is, is they gave a hard date to start promoting and say this is when it's coming out. We know for sure, hopefully for sure, things aren't much worse this time next year. 
and this movie can come out and it's, it's not up in the air and people can look, mark that in their calendars and look forward to it. And certainly there's disappointment and uh, trust us, we're the biggest fast fans probably on the internet. You know, uh, maybe Bill Simmons might have something to say about that, but you know, we, we love us some fast. So when that was, that was delayed, it was depressing and it really started to show the impact of this until American treasure Tom Hanks was diagnosed with coronavirus and his lovely wife, Rita Wilson, also diagnosed the coronavirus while they were in Australia on set of a new movie. And man, it really, it really hits home when uh, America's dad gets mm-hmm. coronavirus. Yeah. And I believe today, you know, what, what uh, I don't know what to, not European. I'll go because they're not in the EU anymore. I'll go. English treasure, Idris Elba, yeah. also diagnosed with coronavirus. So people like to send memes around a lot of this and stuff, and that's all great until someone you know has it, and then it's not funny anymore. Like I feel like when Tom Hanks got got the COVID-19 that everyone was like, oh, okay. And then they started flocking to the stores to get <laughs> to yeah. go stock up on canned goods, right? Because, okay, this is serious now. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not anything to – to joke about really anymore and man thoughts and prayers out to american treasure tom hanks hope hope he recovers hopes he hope he's okay but i think they got released today i think i think earlier this afternoon Good. they were both released and and sent that i think they were pretty much like a lot of the celebrities are or have been asymptomatic mm-hmm. you know they were kind of just uh, i know uh donovan mitchell and idris elba yeah. too kind of yeah you know just quarantine not not in other, in medical observation, but not in medical care, which is mm-hmm. which is good, mm-hmm. especially at, the, at their age bracket, right? For sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That is a great to to, to hear about Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and Brian. The same day that that happened, the NBA season was called off. So I was yeah, like, man, Brian Gill must be having an insane right day. Yeah, it's like the only thing left is like if Bill Murray gets coronavirus, <laughs> I'm gonna go have to drive to Brian's house and pretty, check on him. It's pretty sure. rough. Yeah. yeah. Can Chewbacca get it? Does it go across the species? <laughs> the, like the costume did get it. Yeah. yeah they don't touch the, yeah, they, the costume's actually in quarantine. They had to burn the right costume now. like the Velveteen right. Rabbit. It's, uh, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty dark. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but well, you're right. No, seriously, yeah. though, Kent, you're, you're spot on. Like, it, you guys are a little bit younger than me. I don't know how much you remember of it, but it, this whole thing, it kind of reminds me of Magic Johnson with, with AIDS. Because um, I think I was. I think I was eight or nine when that happened and and it really I, obviously I didn't understand how much it had changed it changed the dialogue you know and made people take that seriously but it it certainly but even to me at eight or nine years old like that was a huge thing because that's I mean that's Magic Johnson he's one of the biggest even as somebody at that point like I wasn't a huge NBA or basketball guy but like that was I mean everyone knew who Magic Johnson was and that's kind of what Wednesday felt like when you get when that happens, when Tom Hanks gets diagnosed with with uh, with uh, Corona, and then the NBA cancels and stuff, I mean, I I think we may be able to look back at that from a, a historical standpoint in however many years and say like that genuinely was the turning point for this whole thing. Of maybe we ought to take this seriously <laughs> and do something about this because if it can go after this and that, and if it can be that big of a deal that the NBA grounds to a halt and says, you know, we don't want a billion dollars. We want our athletes to be alive and stuff. Um, maybe we have to take that seriously. That's a huge deal um, from a historic standpoint, for sure. 
I don't mean to make light of Tom Hanks' situation at all, but how Forrest Gumpy was it for him to get coronavirus? <laughs> He's like, Wouldn't you know? I got that coronavirus too. Yeah, it made Brian extra happy too. <laughs> the Forrest Gump aspect of it all. So, I guess the next movie on the on the release schedule that got delayed, Disney's Mulan officially pushed back, and that was the one we had talked about in our Discord. With our VIPs, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP if you want to jump on that. And I've got an announcement for the VIP feed here in a little bit. But that was the one when we had talked about when these news news items are coming down. We're kind of discussing them as they're happening. I said, well, wait for Mulan. Mulan's going to be the one when that one moves. I feel like every other studio is going to take that as, okay, all right, we got the clearance. Let's do it. Let's start, let's start pulling these. Let's, you know, and Disney seems like they kind of hold the uh, the torch for the movie industry and uh, what they say people kind of follow their lead in a lot of areas mm -hmm. and so onward is still out there it's really too late to pull that one it'd be it'd be kind of crazy to pull it at this point when it's it's verging on profitability for them mm -hmm. and they could probably just leave it out and just by the mere fact it's the only thing out there it will become profitable but Mulan is one that they are betting a lot on and especially in China, where there are no movie theaters open, I'm pretty sure. And there's 80,000 people with coronavirus in China right now, right? Like, I feel like this movie was half made for the Chinese market. And and certainly it, it'll do well in the U.S. It'll, it'll be a big domestic hit. It'll probably win multiple weekends or, or would, would have had things not been like they are. But Mulan is now delayed indefinitely. And we're hearing through sources that they're, they're contemplating throwing this thing on Disney Plus, which they did. They threw Frozen 2 on Disney Plus. They released Star Wars a couple days early on digital, not on Disney Plus, but they, they released it on iTunes. They put it out there for people to kind of get through these hard times. And I think that's smart. I think Disney is more of a PR business than they are a movie studio at this point. They're an image. They're a brand, right? They're a feeling. And it was so smart of them to do that, to release Frozen 2. Mm -hmm. If they were really smart, they'd put out Mulan and they'd put out New Mutants and they would put out a couple of these movies that's like, yeah, we hope to make money on this, but if we don't, it's not that big a deal. We'd rather people think highly of us and enjoy these films. So I'm looking for them to release Mulan, but I think the Marvel movies are the ones that they're like, okay, we are we are waiting as long as we can, because these are guaranteed to make a billion dollars each. Pretty and much, just, you know? it'd be such at this point, point of no return on the PR hit. I mean, there's, they yeah. just can't release anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, a, you would hope the, so you shouldn't, <laughs> mm -hmm. but B, I mean, just the cynically, it would, you know, like you said, they're, they're in the, they're in the business, they're in the Marvel business and they're in the star Wars business. And they're in the Disney business, but most of all, they're in the brand of Disney business. And that would be a really tough sell in years to come on, Hey, get out of your house. Come see this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to see, I, you know, the, the biggest of, you know, Disney's going to be fine and Universal's going to be fine and and uh, all these things. It'll really be interesting the the effect it has, though. I, you know, a lot of movie theaters kind of go month to month. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's an expensive. Yeah. It's a lot of overhead in that business. And, you know, even these big, you know, you see these big multiplexes and you think, well, you know their revenues out out the wazoo even still in 2020, but their expenses are really high too, and so I think it'll be hardest on those. I mean, I wouldn't be if this 
prolongs for a couple months like we think. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, a lot of movie theaters don't have a couple months mm-hmm. in the in savings. They could see a lot of theaters shut yeah. down. Yeah, independent theaters especially are really going to be. I right. mean, yeah. just like any other company that through this this next couple months is really going to put a strain on any company that doesn't have or any business that that doesn't have like a real vast uh network of of uh of investors or you know people at the top who are able to keep things afloat and yeah you're right Richard like I don't I don't know that the average person realizes how tenuous it is for a lot of movie theaters on the course of like a, a week to week, month to month type of a thing. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's insane. And, and a lot of these movie theaters, I know AMC has already gone to total 50% ticket sales. And most of these theaters are just closed outright. Regal, Cinemark, a couple of the, a couple of the bigger chains are saying, we're just not going to, not going to operate. We're not going to risk it. We're not going to risk our employees. We're not going to risk, people catching and spreading this in our theaters and who knows what kind of PR hit that would take if someone gets it and dies and be like, well, I went to a AMC and I was fine and then left and I had the flu. Like what happened to me when I went and saw birds of prey, which is a true story, walked in fine, left with the flu. That's a true story. And I should have put that in the rot tomatoes, uh, the bird flu. So yeah, man, it was, it's crazy to see that. And even even if these showings are f- completely full, it's only half capacity at at max. Yeah. You know, at the max potential. So it's, it's really no money to be made here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean, by the end of the week, it's not going to matter. It's I mean, we had Dallas County had restrictions put on tonight. Fort Worth went about halfway. I think by tomorrow they'll go for. I mean, and we have like eight total cases in DFW. So it's this. It's coming. Like we're gonna we're gonna end up at at where Italy is or, or very close to it of just some sort of like, you know, we're shutting everything down. So Regal is smart to get ahead of it. Anyone who, any of these chains that are like shutting down now, they're kind of smart to just get ahead of it and, and not, not risk another five days of operations. You know what I mean? When it's all going to end up coming this direction anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So this one really hit hard for me. Peter rabbit two delayed until August. (laughs) It's rough, man. It's rough, but hey, it'll it'll come. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, that one really killed Richard's movie draft. His movie draft is rest in peace. Do you have any movies left, Richard, I that haven't been delayed? Much, but I'm going to have next. I sandbag. <laughs> he gets them uh, automatically for next year. I get them all next year plus whatever I draft. So I mean, it's I'm kind of doing a. Fil- it's a process. Mm-hmm. Trust the process, okay. Ken. All right. So you so you wait. Hold on. <laughs> I need our referee. Brian Gill, can you step in here? Yeah, I, I, I quit. I don't care anymore. This is... <laughs> well, you know, yeah, official announcement. Movie draft yeah. has been a, is a wipe. Yeah. It's a scrub. We're going to all sit together and watch Gotti and call it a day. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. So... Glad I put, here's like, the question about hours into this thing. I'm, I'm super cool. <laughs> right. Super cool. I think we just redraft next year. Yeah, I for sure. That's the move. Everybody, yeah. VIPs as well. Um, there's just... If this clears up, I'd already planned on doing one with the VIPs in the summer for like a shorter season, just summer blockbuster yeah. type thing. So if it clears up, maybe we and we get movies, maybe we go that route and add, and then next year we'll get back to doing the full year thing. But there's no way to navigate around this stuff at this point. When when we're when we're talking pretty much two months without movies, I think that's what we're looking at, and that may be a, a 
optimistic estimate. I mean, there's, you know, from that standpoint, there's nothing we can do at that point. So wait, so these movies are going to roll over to next year. So you're saying Richard automatically has new mutants no, and Peter Rabbit too next said, year. We're going to, we're going to redraft. Oh, you lucked out. All your, all of his movies were like in the first th- four months of the year. I feel like too. That's one. Well, the only one I have that's even gotten delayed is no time to die. Mm. All of mine are still, and, and it's not on purpose, but like, if there is n- nothing else, I mean, Brian and I can go for the gold. <laughs> no, I think you know? I, I'm probably the most. I had I have a quiet place, I think, and I have onward. Um, I had there's something else that came. It, it's you know there's nothing we can do about it at this point. It's it's yeah. We're I'm hoping that by like Memorial Day we have movies again. That's like all I'm I'm just for for us. Like not to mention like what it would mean for the country and the world that we're like kind of back on track. I mean, that's all I'm concerned about at this point. The movie draft is just, it's, it's just not going to happen. It's, it's done this year. That's, that's a bummer. So maybe we can come up yes. with something later in the year if things are back to normal and, and have some sort of challenge or something like that. But exactly. So I guess one of the, the main things I was excited for is Greyhound starring Tom Hanks. Yeah. And maybe that's the movie, Brian, that comes around a, comes around Memorial Day mm. and get a little war movie with American treasure Tom Hanks and really celebrate the end of this sure. thing would be a pretty fitting way to do it. So uh, I teased it. VIPs, what we're planning for the VIP feed. If you're not a VIP, you want to get in it now. We like to do throwbacks in that feed, but we also like to celebrate American treasures all the time. So what we're going to do is dive into a couple of Tom Hanks movies here. Well, during the coronavirus, so we're going to celebrate Tom Hanks and what he's brought into us over the years, and that's going to be an exciting time. Brian sat through Castaway the other day, did, and so yeah. Yeah. Brian's long-awaited thoughts on all things Robert Zemeckis uh-huh. and Castaway, yeah. which will be very, very fun. <laughs> I'm looking forward Can't to wait. that one. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, I, talk it out. I love that. It's such a unique thing, and I don't disagree with it. By the way, Brian, I'm not. I'm not giving you any guff. But it's so funny at how much you love Tom Hanks and how much you hate two of his what are considered <laughs> signature films. Yeah, I know. You know what I he's mean? good in in both of those movies, though. I mean, he's he's good as Gump. It's he just that great. Gump is oh, totally. stupid movie. Um, it just yeah. be great. He's like, I love Dirk, but I do not care <laughs> yeah. for the 06 <laughs> or 2011 <laughs> runs. Yeah, yeah. Not my favorite part of his career. I mean, he was great, but those he, he just, was great. I just did not like mm-hmm, those teams. Yeah. Yeah, I know they won the title. I and went to right. the finals, but just really I, hated Jason know. Terry. Um, and it kind of nope. messed yeah. everything up for me both years. I really like that '09 team that lost to the Nuggets. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, we're gonna have to see how that goes, but we'll see you guys in the VIP when we're talking about Tom Hanks movies, and I can't wait for that. A lot of thoughts there. Last throwback we're doing is Edward Scissorhands. We're doing that this week, and then after that, it's all Hanks until further notice. And we'll, we'll have some more fun. We'll do some bonus episodes in there. We've got some bonus episodes coming to the main feed as well, so so stay tuned for that. But a couple more delays to talk about here. We've got Universal halting production on Jurassic World Dominion. Hmm. And halting we'll, for good? Hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a SNL halted production. I was like, I thought SNL halted production eight years ago. <laughs> it's a really bad, bad joke. But we have a Marvel Shang Chi was halted in Australia as well. That's another Marvel movie. Disney shut down 
production for the Little Mermaid remake that was scheduled to, I guess, start this weekend. We got the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel called Shrunk for Disney Plus that has been delayed. Ridley Scott's The Last Duel, this weird, like, Knights of the Round Table movie with Ben Affleck and yeah, Matt Damon. That they wrote randomly. It's their first screenplay. So oh, man. Have you, well, honey. have you seen the screenshots? Go, go, listeners, stop this right now. Google uh, the, the Last Duel behind the scenes and check out some of the hair that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck have rocking on that. It's... It's an impressive. I'll just say that. Um, we got a Home Alone reboot that's been that's been delayed for Disney Plus as well. Peter Pan and Wendy, the David Lowry Peter Pan movie, has been delayed production. Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley, the new Mission Impossible movie. Brian, I know Paramount. Man. I mean, it was you know for a little while it was like, oh okay, that's a bummer. All right, that's that's a bummer. But okay, I get it. And now it's like every single I, I don't know. I saw four or five today, and I was like, we well, okay, there's no point in putting this out anymore. Like every movie and TV show that is in production, guess what? It's on hiatus right now. Like it's there's no other way around it. It's I don't know. It's this is it may be a good thing that we're getting movies delayed right now because it's going to have to we're going to have to have something to fill the gaps for the coming year or two years where we are going to be missing things. It's like the strike year, you know, uh, on TV. It's, it's, we're going to have to make up for those things at some point. We'll make up for it with, you know, Jack and Jill and Airbud, <laughs> Right. Exactly. Like you do. The 2021 Oscars should be, I don't know if this will affect Oscar season. I hope it doesn't, but it could be a loaded year. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Oscar movies can just throw send out screeners and yeah. be fine. Like no one even has to see those movies. For All them those should be streaming anyway, day and day. Like right. I I don't want to say like take this as an advantage because that's I don't want to I don't know I don't want to exploit a terrible illness or something. But there are a lot of industries, and the movie industry is right at the top of it that should look at whatever this turns out to be, whether it's a month or two months or six months or year and a half or whatever it is. And instead of just throwing out the data on that, instead look at it and really think about like, okay, what are some things that we can draw from this that actually might potentially work? And should we look at doing things a little bit differently and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's, it's, it, (sighs) Universal putting Invisible Woman and the Hunt out on uh, on demand this weekend. That's smart. Some of these other smaller movies that are going to go on demand. That's a smart move. Like, let's see what can be done now that we're in a position where we kind of have to do that kind of stuff. Let's can we draw something from that moving forward? You know, and and the Oscar movies are the. I saw First Cow, for example, is like, no, we're moving to later in the year, and I'm like. Just put that out for eight dollars on iTunes, like right now. This movie's not going to make any money right. in theaters, so just and put everybody's it out. at yeah, home. I exactly. think it'll probably make more now. It's hundred yeah, percent right. right. Like we have no other options. If you if you give me an op the opportunity to watch First Cow for nine bucks right now, I'm probably going to do it because I have nothing else to do. So just this is it's it's stupid to go that route. So what can we learn over the next couple of months that we could potentially? use and do better with moving forward you know that's that should be the goal but you know a lot of people aren't that smart so but it is what it is but i'd love to see some changes come from that so the movie tom hanks was filming was was the elvis presley biopic that boz lerman's doing mm. and he was playing elvis's manager 
and Austin Butler is playing Elvis Presley, and that's delayed indefinitely. Uh, it's scheduled to be released October 2021, and so we'll see what happens there. The, the Sonic the Hedgehog China release is indefinitely delayed, so it's not coming out there. It's already made $300 million and $150 million in the U.S. Uh, Bloodshot is all but gone. It's not coming out in China. It made $8 million in the U.S. on its opening weekend. Yeah, that's why we're not doing but, that right now <laughs> instead of... Right. So. We were. It's like, yeah, we could do that, but literally no one saw it, so there's no point. Also, you know who's going to get a big check here in about six, six months, probably Q3 of two, 2020? Steven Soderbergh. Contagion is yeah, killing it on every... <laughs> everywhere you look, Contagion is like number one on on rentals and all of that, so guess people want to be entertained by this too you know yeah it's lost on me yeah i'm with richard it's we've had so many calls for that in the in the discord and i I respect anybody who wants that and i'm just like i there's probably every other movie that i'd rather watch than that right now like and there's plenty every other movie podcast has done it so just look them Mm -hmm. up rewatchables did one no no don't look them up (laughs) (laughs) just saying if you want contagion content it's out there it is. It definitely is. I recommended it a few weeks ago. So, you know, if you listen to the show and you're just taking our advice, you would have already watched it yeah, a few weeks right. ago and you don't need to see it again. But yeah, man, Steven Soderbergh is going to get the biggest residuals check of his entire freaking life. There's no, he's, he's never been in the top 10 on iTunes and in his life, let alone for months at a time, but very interesting times here. And, and there's some other TV shows that have been delayed you know, for me, Fargo is the biggest Gosh, one. That stinks. But because that was I mean, coming it, it was, soon, that was supposed to come out in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. But how? Yeah, what's the how was it not done that? yet? Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody. It may have been the guy from Slash. Somebody, somebody reported that he was like, "That's how this show always is. Like they're always record. They're always still shooting right up until." We got to send it oh, to print, okay. basically. So they probably only have like five. That's done, probably it. Yeah. Probably yeah. a few left to shoot. Mm-hmm. So why put it out if they don't know? Okay, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, totally. Interesting, interesting, man. I, I'm excited for that one. Chris Rock, uh, you know that movie? He's got Spiral coming out with Samuel yeah. L. Jackson, the Saw spinoff. Could be interesting. That one hasn't been announced to be delayed. I don't think yet, but I would say pretty much anything from now until June is not coming out, and. Even after that, it's going to be interesting. But what we talked about a little bit also in the Discord is Disney's in a tough spot because they they book everything out two years in advance. So for them, they that's why they can't announce a date for Mulan because it's like, oh, let's do April the tenth. Oh, we've already got a movie coming out. Okay, let's do April the seventeenth. Oh, we've already got this animated thing. You know, like they they already own every weekend to, <laughs> to begin with, and so they're just competing with themselves. It's like, okay, which one of our own movies do we want to knock off the charts because? This is going to be number one mm-hmm. whenever we decide to put it out. So that's like a, you know, yeah. it's, it's not going to make money in China mm-hmm. anytime soon. Yeah. Like put it out on Disney Plus exclusively in the US. People will pirate it over in China, whatever, <laughs> and then do a huge, yeah. huge, big release over there when it I, comes out and be like, yeah. okay, well, coronavirus is over. Here's Mulan. Woo. See, and it's like a big deal. You know, I get it with Mulan because that is a, I mean, that's one of their three big ones. You know, I told, I kind of get it with Mulan and, and Black Widow. You can move that to next year or whatever and, and you'll be fine. But like some of their smaller ones, you're going to have to move to make room for those movies. So you know, uh, you mentioned New Mutants. That one for sure should be on. Oh, is that not like out? Tomorrow. That one should be. Um, yes, 
They need to get like seriously just stop so nobody has to think oh about my it gosh, anymore. Seriously, you know? and but like I mean, some, some of the smaller ones too. There's if this carries through, Artemis Fowl for sure should be on Disney Plus. There's, I mean that that's the type of movie that you absolutely like. Yeah, that's we we might get more benefit out of putting it on Disney Plus than we will in in theaters, but. I think Mulan and Black Widow and some of these, those are a little bit of a different story to me because that's a, I mean, that's just a huge, huge thing that you have to get a lot of money from to, um, you know, to, to break even, let alone, um, be profitable. So I kind of get that. You can move those around. Calendars will move for Mulan. If you, if you come back and say, Hey, we're actually going to put this March 21st, 2021, whatever's on March 21st, 2021 is like, okay, sorry, we'll, you know, we'll leave. Yeah, sorry, Mr. Disney. Out. You True. know. Um, yep. but that's not going to happen with, with new mutants or Artemis Fowl or I don't know, five or six other Disney movies that are coming this year. So those are the ones that, um, and that could like, uh, s- excuse me, the Disney now or potentially Hulu could really benefit from, um, and you could see, and you get yeah. a good, you get good PR out of that too. Like you guys both kind of already mentioned, like it's the thing about it's very helpful for us with, with kids right. at home, you know, about Artemis Fowl though. I mean, they're, I bet they're in it. I bet they've already written a check for 75 mil plus on that one. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah. we've got to try to make some of this right. back. But Mulan Even is if we make 10 million deal. back. That's the thing. Yes. Like Mulan, yes. if you if you put that in, I don't know how the, the streaming dollars convert to box office dollars or anything like that. But like, I mean, I would guess that Disney has a figure written on a board somewhere that's like, I don't know, $700 million is what we, yeah. we need from Mulan to get back to where we want to be. You know, I don't, I don't know what the number is on Artemis Fowl, but it's, they'd wait two years on that. Yeah, totally. To, yeah. Totally. You know what? If they really want to break the internet, they'll hashtag release the Snyder cut right now. You, you joke. That's, oh, I'm kind of shocked. It hasn't happened yet. Like that would, cause I don't care at all about that at all. And I, I'm on record as like hoping it doesn't happen in some ways. I'm just like, I just don't want to deal with it, but there's yes, absolutely do that. Why wouldn't you do that? That's, this is a great opportunity to make some bank out of that. Right. To get double your money on a terrible, what is for sure a terrible movie. Like, Oh my gosh, this, that's, that's such a win. But, Aren't there rumors maybe HBO Max with that or something too? Though? Oh, maybe so. Yeah. Holding out for yeah that. But I mean, put it but, out. Like, yeah, if you can put it out for three bucks or something, you can probably make some, Right, but it's going to be even if it's on HBO Max, it's probably going to be on iTunes and stuff, right? Right. If they want to make any money, unless HBO Max just paid them a hundred mil straight for it or something, I don't think they would do that for a movie that's among the worst movies ever made. You know, it's under their it's it's under their same umbrella with HBO Max with Time Warner, but they I think they just want to have a ton of content on HBO Max when it launches. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I think it would it would better service them to put it out now because under the lens of there's pretty much a pandemic apocalypse happening right now. I think people would like it more, you know, <laughs> like through the lens of oh, this is pretty good actually, you know, uh, more than oh, everything is everything is great. We got all these great movies out in the theaters. Oh, and then they released the Snyder Cut. On okay, I don't have time for that. I'm gonna go see Black Widow. You know, like that's to me that's not a good good marketing, but. Again, if it exists, and we're not saying it, it exists. Yeah. If it exists, I would just drop that thing. And I and it surprises me, Brian. Like you kind of mentioned earlier, that more studios haven't seen this as an opportunity to to throw something mm-hmm. out there. And it's cool that Disney did that. Yeah. I mean, Disney literally had Frozen Two sitting on mm-hmm. a desktop, and I bet one dude walked in 
to Iger's replacement's office and was like, hey, <laughs> yeah. what if we put this out on Disney Plus like totally. a week early? I mean, really doesn't make that much of a difference? They're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah really, to- really doesn't a make a difference. It's a total win-win. It's a total win-win. for the- It's I, already I mean, out on Blu-ray or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. My Facebook feed was just full of, because like, I mean, I, I have so many, Coop 6, you know, so I, we have so many friends who have elementary age kids and now we're all locked in our houses with them and stuff and Every parent was like, oh, thank God. This is two hours of something at least slightly different, you know. Um, they may regret it in three days, uh, but it's it's a huge benefit at the moment. And I imagine Rise of Skywalker will hit Disney Plus early too. I, don't, I mean, it's not going to be tomorrow or anything, but once they get a couple weeks worth of digital sales and, and, uh, and Blu-ray sales and stuff, then it, you know, I imagine it comes out too and anything. Is there something there with... I guess the Netflix deal is still relevant because I don't think Force Awakens and yeah. Last Jedi are on right. here yet, are they? I think Last Jedi might be, but Force Awakens isn't yet or something something like that. Yes, the Netflix deal is is standing in the way of that. Good for Netflix. About good good for something good to happen to Netflix. Yeah, Everyone's I mean, and Disney. Holding out, you know, asserting asserting their will, you know. <laughs> Hope those two kids can work it out. Exactly. Well, we've got some weekly recommends coming at you in a separate episode. We're going to do an extended weekly recommends this week where we each give you three things. So it's going to be a total of nine mm. things to get you through the next couple of weeks. A lot of bad movie reviews coming your way, too. We're going to have some fun here for our coronavirus vacation. And stay tuned to that VIP feed for some Tom Hanks retrospective, a little Edward Scissorhands talk, and we'll still knock out an AMA or two here while we're all home quarantined. And Batman, Shane, and I have some movie technology talk coming in a couple of weeks, too, probably, where we're going to talk about home theater systems, what, what's best for your setup, 4K, things like that, whether they're worthy of investing in. So that'll be a fun time. We're going to do all we can to, to pass this time most effectively with you and, and bring a smile to your face while you're sitting at home with nothing else to do. Honestly, from a show point of view, it's going to be fun. I actually think this will be good for the show because mm-hmm. you'll get some... If you're a listener of this, you'll get some kind of more diverse content. And, you know, we've been reviewing the movie of the week for eight years or whatever, <laughs> seven years. So it's okay to mix it up a little bit. We're all going to be okay and stay f- safe out there and stay quarantined and all that. But uh, I, from a podcasting point of view, not to dismiss more serious things, it, it should be should be a good time. Yeah, And we, I think, too, you mentioned there, Kent, like the thing you're going to do with with Shane, I think this is probably going to be a time where we're going to end up pumping out a lot of extra content on the VIP feed too, and try to make that, um, just a, you know, a fun place that kind of maybe can help you take your mind off of how stupid everything is. And that combined with the discord, hopefully, uh, we kind of have a little bit of a, a community with our VIPs and, and hopefully that will, you know, that'll pay off a little bit over these next few weeks is it's, you know, it's uncertain and things are weird and, Whatever we can we can do content wise to help with that, I think we're we're game for. So I, I think there'll be some extra stuff there. Um, not certainly not less, right? I mean that's that's the way we're we're trying to approach it. If you have any recommends for us, any things you w- might want us to review, maybe talk about during this time, please feel free to reach out to us at Mad About Movies on Twitter. Our email is madaboutmoviespodcast at gmail or you can hit us up on our website or any of our various social media platforms, and we would love for those recommends to come our way. Maybe we'll consider them and flex some episodes here and there. 
But until next time, everyone stay safe out there. Keep your social distancing to a maximum. And we will see you next time, hopefully soon, at the cinema. Goodbye.